Today's New Testament reading is from Acts, the 26th and 27th chapters. And as Paul was saying these things in his defense, Festus said with a loud voice, Paul, you are out of your mind. Your great learning is driving you out of your mind. But Paul said, I am not out of my mind, most excellent Festus, but am speaking true and rational words. For the king knows about these things, and to him I speak boldly. For I am persuaded that none of these things has escaped his notice, for this has not been done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know that you believe. And Agrippa said to Paul, In a short time would you persuade me to be a Christian? And Paul said, Whether short or long, I would to God that not only you, but also all who hear me this day, might become such as I am, except for these chains." Then the king rose, and the governor, and Bernice, and those who were sitting with them. And when they had withdrawn, they said to one another, This man is doing nothing to deserve death or imprisonment. And Agrippa said to Festus, This man could have been set free if he had not appealed to Caesar. And when it was decided that we should sail for Italy, they delivered Paul and some other prisoners to a centurion of the Augustan cohort named Julius. And embarking in a ship of Adramitium, which was about to sail to the ports along the coast of Asia, we put to sea, accompanied by Aristarchus, a Macedonian from Thessalonica. The next day we put in at Sidon, and Julius treated Paul kindly, and gave him leave to go to his friends and be cared for. And putting out to sea from there, we sailed under the lee of Cyprus, because the winds were against us. And when we had sailed across the open sea along the coast of Cilicia and Pamphylia, we came to Myra in Lycia. There the centurion found a ship of Alexandria sailing for Italy and put us on board. We sailed slowly for a number of days and arrived with difficulty off Cnidius, as the wind did not allow us to go further, and we sailed under the lee of Crete off Salmoni. Coasting along it with difficulty, we came to a place called Fair Havens, near which was the city of Lycia. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Dustin Beck. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. In a short time, would you persuade me to be a Christian? These words fell from the lips of King Agrippa, a man of power and influence, of authority and status. They may have been sincere, but more than likely, not so much. But his audience, the man who stood before him, chained hand and foot, this was a man who would take any opportunity he was given to proclaim the powerful and life-giving gospel of Jesus Christ. Paul had just finished recounting his own conversion on the road to Damascus, the visions given by the Lord Jesus and his apostolic ministry to both Jews and Gentiles. When Festus, the governor of Judea, told Paul that he was losing his mind. But Paul's appeal, his his sermon, was directed at Agrippa. You do believe the prophets, don't you, O king? Well, did he? You know, this wasn't the first time that a Herod had responded to the preaching of Jesus with an insincere request to see some sort of spectacle. Jews do demand signs, after all, as Paul reminded the Corinthians. And Greeks 
Seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ. Christ crucified. Christ risen. Christ, the Lord of all. And that same preaching of Christ continues to be a stumbling block that is a scandal to some people. And to others, the most foolish proclamation imaginable. But to those who are called, Jews and Gentiles and everybody else, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. The latter half of the book of Acts is devoted to Paul's missionary journeys, the trips in which he carried the gospel near and far, and these accounts are filled with great successes and failures. But Christ's atoning death and resurrection are the constant throughout. Now, instead of a formal mission trip to establish or visit a church, he is carried away a prisoner. He goes toward Rome, which is, for all intents and purposes, the capital of civilization. And he goes not knowing what the future holds, but that the imperishable and unchanging gospel of Jesus will never fail him. And the same is true for us. We have been called to serve in many and various vocations, places and positions in which that foolish and weak proclamation that Jesus Christ is Lord continues to echo throughout time. The results of our work in the kingdom? Those are left to God. Any fruit that is born from the works and words scattered in our lives and by our lips? Well, they are like seeds scattered across all manner of types of soil. And if we are given opportunity to proclaim Christ even to a king, we do so wishing that he could become as we are, servants of the Lord. But the same is true in the simple act of raising God-fearing children. We preach Christ. And that is enough. We forgive as we have been forgiven. We love as we have been loved. And his powerful word gives life. So, In a short time, would you persuade me to be a Christian? Well, whether short or long, whether by word or by deed, we wish to God that all who hear might become as Paul is and as you are. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.